Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Alexis Garcia and Ed Carson here to break down the market action in today's session for Tuesday, November 28th. And Ed, uh, some more sideways action today, but index is holding near highs. And since I have you on it, I have to sneak in a Star Wars reference because these aren't the droids you're looking for, but maybe this is the market pause we've been looking for. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, in some ways, I wish we'd have a little bit of a pullback, but we'll get into that. I want to take a look at a couple of stocks that didn't pause today, Tesla and Palantir, as well as one that is pulling back, Marriott. All right. Well, we will definitely discuss those names, but let's first check on in with the major indexes. The NASDAQ finishing the day up about three-tenths of a percent, the S&P 500 up a tenth of a percent, the Dow Jones up two-tenths of a percent, and small caps down today about four tenths of a percent. So Ed, let's dive on in and take a closer look at the NASDAQ. As we said, you know, maybe plateauing here a bit and starting to flirt with that 10 day moving average. Yeah, it's it's pausing here where what you would expect. I mean, there were some signs that maybe we're overbought and we're due for a pullback. Uh, Treasury yields keep falling, so it keeps on pushing it up. It's sort of like, even if the market wants to take a break and it's feeling a little tired, it's sort of like there's somebody pushing you from behind. Keep going, keep going. Uh, and uh, so this is where you'd expect it. We're right at the 52-week highs basically here. Uh, it'd be nice after we had more of a pullback, so then we'd have more handles for them. There's a lot of stocks with these sideways action, which isn't the worst, but it'd be nice to get more of a shakeout uh, after such a big run. But hey, you can't be too upset. Market is holding up and you know, just holding near highs. Uh, seemingly does not want to go down. A lot of positives in this market. And I'm just curious because we had David Ryan on IBD Live this morning talking about raising some cash. So how should investors be thinking about possibly trimming some winners as things maybe hopefully maybe take a little bit of a break? Yeah, I mean, Leaderboard took some partial profits they've been doing the last couple of days. It's, it is interesting. You could, I mean, with the market going sideways, you have, you probably don't want to be doing a whole lot. So it's more like things at the edge. Do you want to add a little bit more? Uh, do you want to take some proactive profits just to make sure you're there? Or do you make some ads and sell some things to sort of keep it all neutral or you do nothing at all. I, and I don't think there's a whole lot of, I mean, it really does come down to the exposure you have, the stocks, how they're acting. I mean, are they really extended or are they lagging? You might want to be cutting them. Uh, and also just your investing strategy. If you have more like, I want to go for home runs or I want to go for, I want to make sure I get on base. I want to get those singles and doubles and those strategies can work in different ways. So uh, I didn't really take a lot of action today. Um, but I think uh, I think there were opportunities to add. There was opportunities to take profits. Don't have a lot of that, not um, don't have a definitive answer. It really comes down to the individual. All right. Well, let's take a look then at the S and P 500. Kind of the same story here. A little bit of sideways action. That 10-day line catching up. Yeah, and pretty close to those highs. And and like the Nasdaq, they're all sort of above these early September, or in the Dow's case, the late August highs. So they're sort of finding that as sort of a floor with the ten-day line, with uh, also then the uh, uh, you know the, the new highs there. So again, place for it to pause. All right, Ed. Well, let's get your thoughts then on the Dow. Uh, the Dow not doing a whole lot either. They actually you know a little bit more of a gain. Uh, so that's been coming up. Not, that's not pausing. So, but, uh, you know, oil, some oil stocks are in there doing well. And again, everything's coming up, at least on the major indexes. 
All right, let's take a quick look then at IWM. That's the iShares Russell's 2000 ETF. And we've kind of seen it just, again, moving sideways here uh, underneath the 200-day line. Yeah, I mean, this is, it'd be nice to see this moving up. Uh, you know, there were, just to put it in perspective, there were some nice gains a couple of weeks ago. It hit resistance at the 200-day line, and it's just been pausing there. So it's not terrible. Maybe it's just taking a break, just like the major indexes. But you really would like to see this move higher. Uh, you know, it's like we know that there's certain this is it doesn't seem to be leading, but you'd like to to not to be lagging a little bit less uh, in terms of overall because this has had a really long slide over the past couple of years. All right. Well, let's take a quick look then at the 10 year Treasury yield, as you said, continuing to slide and perhaps giving this market a little bit of a, of a tailwind here. Yeah, I mean, a tailwind is obviously a big reason why the market is rallied is because of, you know, because of the 10 year Treasury yield coming down quite a bit. When it started to actually come down decisively, that's when the indexes started to bottom and move higher. Uh, it was interesting. There were some Fed officials, including some that have been pretty hawkish and are really sounding confident about, yeah, inflation seems to be coming down. And uh, I mean, the Fed had already, and so there's, you know, the two-year yield really came down sharply today. Uh, so while the 10-year came down, the two-year yield, which is more closely tied to Fed policy, that that tumbled to the lowest in four months. Uh, and, you know, Fed, you know, markets that are pricing in no chance of a rate hike, and that's sort of already been happening, but increasingly expecting rate cuts um, as soon as May, maybe even earlier. So I think those are things driving these 10-year yield down. All right, well, let's take a look at some sectors, starting with the Spider Gold shares, that's ticker GLD, and a nice gain here today, up about 1.3%, closing near highs, got some good volume behind it. What does this say about the market? I mean, some of the same reasons that of lifting growth stocks are lifting gold. I mean, treasury yields have come down because it's sort of like if you're holding gold, you know, you hold gold, it's, it's not earning anything. And, and the dollar with a strong dollar and with treasury yields earning 5%, it's like that people were, you know, buying, buying, getting, buying the dollar instead or buying T-bills. So that that is not quite as uh, pressing now. I mean, that, 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 that gap is narrowed. That's doing well. The dollar with treasury yields coming down, the dollars come down sharply. So gold, it looks relatively more attractive um, after a big run for the dollar. Uh, and as long as that trend, as long as the dollar is falling and treasury yields are falling, gold is likely to do pretty well. All right. Well, let's take a look at USO. That's the US oil fund. And up today, about 1.8% rebounding off of that 200-day line. Starting to see a little bit trying to effort to see uh, the 10 of crude oil bottoming. I will note that OPEC Plus, which delayed a meeting by a few days, is going to meet on Thursday. It'll be interesting to see if they do announce production, new production cuts. There have been expectations of that. And then when the meeting was delayed, is so like that actually triggered some really big losses, came off those lows. So, you know, maybe maybe oil is trying to bottom, but we'll see. I think that that's going to be an important meeting because we really don't know what's going to come out there. All right, let's take a look at IGV. That's the tech software ETF. Again, nice gain today, up about six tenths of a percent, closing near highs. And you know, we had some earnings rolling in this week, but you know, looking pretty good here after breaking out. Yeah, a lot of, and there's a lot more earnings tonight and then tomorrow. So there's a lot of in there. But yeah, this this has been doing really well. I mean, it's been a steady climb. 
Uh, Microsoft is one of the biggest names. Adobe's doing really. Uh, Adobe's been doing really well. It's a big name. Salesforce they report tomorrow. That's coming up, and a lot of mids. You know, not well, not a lot of big cap names that aren't giants are are doing really well. Uh, probably just sort of the you know it's been this has sort of been the broadest area I'd say of of the tech sector that's just really doing well. All right, let's take a look at semis. Looking at the Vanex Semiconductor ETF, and you know, kind of not a little bit round tripping here after a breakout and closing right at that buy point. Yeah, Nvidia is a, is the largest holding in here and this is pulled back right to its buy point as well essentially so there's that and some of the other other uh chip makers are coming down. So, and that's fine. This is actually taking a pause. I mean, that's not the worst thing. It's actually this is a pretty modest pullback. Uh so, you know, you want to see it find support at some point, but so far this has been pretty constructive. All right. Well, let's jump on in. You mentioned Tesla. I think that's a name maybe our, some of our investors have heard of. Sound uh, like a little little startup. A little a little startup. Uh, had a nice gain today, up four point five percent, closing near highs, and really powerfully coming above that fifty day line. And we've got that's a really Cybertruck event coming up, and I think everyone wants to know when is yours coming. Yeah, when is mine coming? It might be a little delayed. I may not have been the first one on that reservation list, but uh, um, yeah, this was a really powerful move. I mean, it, it's decisively above the 50-day line in a way that it wasn't before. Uh, you know, you could. It's trying to get. It's actually just cleared the short-term high. It's you know, um, and I could imagine in a different situation that oh, that could be an aggressive entry. But it feels like with the Tesla Cybertruck event coming in on Thursday and this trend line which is just above here, that seems to be a little safer. So ideally, Tesla has a positive Cybertruck reaction and then moves through this trend line. That could provide an early entry. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I mean, this was strong volume today. There was other news out today, some positive China EV sales. So that that's providing momentum there. Uh, so there's been volume in this uptrend recently. So that's been nice because some of the moves we've seen in some stocks, they move up the right side of their base and it's not that much volume. That's not the case here. Uh, has a lot of work to do on the relative strength line, but it is improving. So uh, this was one of the big winners today in the market, for sure. All right. Well, let's take a look at Palantir Technologies, ticker PLTR. Again, that having a good day, up about 3.4%. Again, closing near those highs as, uh, you know, it kind of drifted back below uh, the buy point, but maybe it looks like it has the spirit of a handle. <laughs> it has sort of a high handle. I mean, it's sort of messy. I mean, part of the issue is this was breaking out and these moves, like there's a lot of strong volume here. And so a lot to like, but it, it's been pretty extended too from a lot of moving averages. So that's that makes it a little difficult, but a lot of power. It was a really disappointing reversal here. I'm not still not exactly sure why it was so negative that day. Uh, and it's kept coming down, but it's found support of the 21 day line. Uh, David Ryan was suggesting that actually, you know, if you were interested in buying, this might be a place to go into it today. Uh, I, I don't I don't think he was necessarily advocating, but if you were if you were looking to get into it, buy it here rather than trying at the buy point because it would already be getting a fair amount off the 21 day line, which is one place where you can enter and that maybe using to, uh, the, the low from yesterday as a place to exit. So if it if it doesn't work, you you get out without taking a big loss. Uh, the numbers look pretty good, especially on the earnings front. That's picking up quite nicely. So uh, this is one of the AI darlings trying to make a move. This can make big moves on the upside, but it can make it big moves on the downside. So you definitely, uh, with big high names like this, you definitely don't want to know your exit strategy too. 
All right, well, let's wrap up by taking a look at Marriott International. Heard we had Cyber Monday. Apparently now we have Travel Tuesday. <laughs> uh, this one uh, sliding about 1.4% today, uh, just below that 10-day line, but setting up here in a base. Setting up, you know, it had come up on this, you know, we talked about some stocks that have come up with low volume, and this was definitely, wasn't much volume, there was a couple of days that were okay, but nothing really tremendous, came right up to the highs, and it was sort of feeling, sort of felt a little extended after that run, it looked like it needed a break, and, and and it's getting a break. Now, now they have to see, well, will it forge that handle, will it then come up, because just because you start to pull back doesn't mean you're going to bounce back, so this is why this is why you wait uh, a little bit. So this is nice to see. There's a few other travel names, some other hotels like Booking.com. There's Royal Caribbean, a few other names that have sort of come up toward highs, have handles or are working on handles, and maybe that'll work. And so that's nice to see, you know, some of those names. But now you have to see if they actually do turn out. This one does have pretty good fundamentals. Uh, Going to have slower growth next year. A lot of that's not too much of a surprise, but. Uh, I like this name. Um, and the fact that it's pulling back here, it, it's it's acting well, but it's it's too early to take action on it right now. All right, Ed. Well, thanks so much for your insights today, and that's it for us. We'll be back with more market analysis tomorrow morning, starting with IBD Live. You can head on over to investors.com/ibdlive for all the details, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow after the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.